Hi everybody and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life, your business, your health, fitness, mindset and body from where you are right now to where it is that you really want to be. Today I want to talk about how in so many aspects of our life we do things so differently and yet success can still be achieved even though you do it differently. As an example, yesterday I was on a, a phone call listening into um, JT Fox, my coach, uh, who was talking about what mega success was going to look like in 2021. And I first went to my first mega success in, that's hard to say fast, in 2018. That's when I managed to uh, interview Brooke Shields, made a whole bunch of celebrities, um, truly remarkable experience, one of the, the absolute highlights of my life, uh, without a doubt. I um, mean, meeting people like um, Dr. Phil, um, Mel Gibson, Steve Wozniak, uh, Michael Douglas, I mean, just to name a few of the people, I mean, Bruce Buffer, Vanilla Ice, George Ross, um, Jessica Simpson, Jewel, I mean, there were Charlie Sheen, Jason Alexander, I mean, they were, the list goes on. It was such a surreal experience meeting these people and being on stage in front of two and a half thousand people, interviewing Brooke Shields. I'm looking at a photo of her uh, where I'm, I'm smiling at her, she's smiling at me, I'm shaking her hand. Um, it was a truly remarkable experience. And anyway, so we're talking about... Uh, Oh, thank you, Siri. Um, we were talking about uh, what was going to happen in 2021 because I went over in 2019, met some more celebrities, amazing, made some more great connections. And then 2020 couldn't occur because of COVID and we're locked down here. And so we're talking about 2021. Now, 2021 uh, is on in Florida and they were talking about what they can do here for us in Australia because we've got a lot of different travel restrictions. And so um, they're gonna put a virtual event on uh, for us if uh, it may not be live, it may be taped or whatever, we might be able to um, jump in and watch, uh, watch it. Um, and there's an opportunity for us to do a virtual presentation if we wanna be on stage over there virtually. My point here is that we were talking about, I just got thinking about how different the management of COVID is in one country compared to another. So the United States in Florida, no one's wearing masks. Oh, I think there are some masks in, I think JT was talking about Disney World. I think um, you need to wear masks in there, but pretty much there's masks nowhere else. Um, everything is open, everything is back to normal. And it's like, okay, what? Are they just pretending that COVID's not existing or, or what's the situation? They're just like, okay, let's just get on and get back to normal. Let's get on with our lives. In here, in Australia, we have one case today and they're still talking about whether we should uh, be releasing restrictions as much as they have. So today is the first day, for me it's a Friday, it's the first day that uh, I've been able to open my facility again after a further three weeks of, of closure. So I've almost been shut down for nine months in the last 15 months. 
uh, it seems ridiculous. It's hard to comprehend. And when you see that there's such a difference from other parts of the world. Now, obviously, we're different to the US in terms of we're a smaller country. We are physically isolated from everybody else. We're a really big island. Um, so it's much harder. The US is a much bigger country. They've got, um, what, 15 times the population that we do. Um, so it's a very, very different, different situation. But we have gone for a zero, we've got for complete COVID elimination. That's been the approach here in our country. And I'm sure that's probably revered in many countries as well. But what's interesting is that obviously the leaderships of both countries and others as well have determined what success looks like for them. And so if the US had adopted the same definition of success as we had here, then that would be complete devastation for that country because they would still be in lockdown. For us, they've chosen that the definition of success is zero tolerance and this is the way that we're going to live. And so, which one's right? Which one's wrong? I remember saying at the very start of the pandemic that uh, not enough thought has been put into our, like the Australian government, into the mental health and the, the impact that COVID was going to have in shutting people's businesses and the impact on them not being able to get out and have their freedoms and do their exercise and do all those kinds of stuff. They hadn't done an appropriate analysis to see what's the long-term impact of that. And they may not know for years, but we're certainly seeing it through our kids. I'm seeing it through my own kids, the impact there. Um, you know, they're missing out on part of their childhood. But that's the decision that they made. Has it been successful? I'd say, well, yeah, it's been successful in many fronts in terms of saving lives compared to other parts of the world. But by the same token, like I just said, we're not going to know for many years, perhaps, what the long-term impacts have been on the mental health of people by forcing people to shut down for so long. So then I further extrapolated my thinking and thought, well, yeah, it's different, the approaches. And success in many areas of your life can be approached in a different way and you can still get to that successful outcome. If I use a really simple and perhaps silly example, I'm looking right now out at my, my yard and I can see that the grass needs to be cut. Is there more than one way to cut the grass? Certainly is. You can use different types of equipment. You can use a different cutting pattern. Um, it's funny the way that I've always cut my grass and that is I start at the outside I work in kind of a rectangular shape. I do the outside and then I work my way in. I look at the way that some other people cut their grass, like the guy over the road from me, he cuts it in a weird sort of pattern and I never quite understand why he cuts it that way. But that's the way that he does it. But what's the outcome we want? The outcome is we want cut grass. Does it really matter if you cut it? Success is I've cut the grass. If three people come along, they use different lawnmowers and they use a different way of cutting the grass, does it really matter? It's been successful. With COVID, we're going to get to a point in our lifetime 
where we will look back and say, what has been successful? Australia, they adopted this approach. We look where I live in Melbourne. Melbourne, the Victorian state government has adopted a different, in air quotes, success strategy than anyone else in the whole of Australia. We've been locked down for by far the longest of anyone almost in the world, but certainly in Australia. They've just adopted a different approach. And that causes some conflict with the federal government and part of it is politics because uh, we've got a, a liberal federal government, but it's a Labor state government. So often they, you know, it can get political. But if we look back over the years and we say, well, okay, everybody was successful in eradicating it by virtue of eventually, I suppose, vaccination. Most of the population is vaccinated, so therefore the impact of it just becomes like a maybe cold and flu type thing. So eventually you can see that the world will probably be successful in eradicating it. And as you break down success, different countries will have done it different ways. In the end, it's been successful to eradicate it and humanity goes on. Some countries have lost a lot more people along the way and people will ascertain as to whether what's been more successful than, than somewhere else. It's true for so many different areas of your life, but the one thing that is really constant, even though there are different approaches to doing things, <clears throat> when you pull apart what is required for success, that remains constant around the world. And this is what I love when I was talking about mega success and listening to all those different people. So whether it be Charlie Sheen, and no matter what you think about Charlie Sheen, Charlie Sheen has been more successful than you and me, even though he's had some mess ups along the way, he's the first to acknowledge that, yeah, he messed up, but he's learned from that and he doesn't drink anymore, he doesn't take drugs, and he's, he's learned from those experiences. Dr. Phil, Mel Gibson, Steve Wozniak, I think about Brooke Shields, uh, even uh, Sir Richard Branson, Gillian Michaels, uh, Dolph Lundgren, Michael Douglas, Vince Vaughan, I don't know whether I already said him. They're some of the photos I'm looking at on my wall right now. All of them talk about success and what got them to where they wanted to get to. Coaching, they all mention how important coaching was to get them to where they are right now. The mindset, the positive mindset of growth, continuing to want to learn every day, continuing to want to grow. Every single day, having this unrelenting mindset, this belief that I am going to be successful, I am going to get to where it is that I'm going to get to. I mean, think about, I'm looking at Steve Wozniak right now. So the co-founder of Apple. There is not one place in my mind where I can understand how to build a circuit board that is going to run a computer. That's just not in my makeup. I've had no interest in it. Could I go off and work out how to do it by getting educated and having someone teach me? Of course I could. 
But right now, there's no place in my mind where I could do that. But here's somebody, the co-founder of Apple, that has helped produce the very first trillion dollar company ever. Even though he doesn't work there anymore, he set the foundation for doing those things. Now, he only did that because he had this undying belief in what it was that they were doing, him and Steve Jobs, what they were doing, how they were creating these products that were going to change the world, go into every home, do those things that no one had ever done before. So you've got to have this undying belief that you can get to that next level. Maybe you won't get to that trillion dollar company or you won't get to where they've gotten to, but it's getting where you want to get to and getting to that next level. That's what's really important and never giving up on that thought of, yes, I can do this. Yes, I'm doing this. I'm taking action every single day. Again, all of these people talk about how hard they've worked. Their work ethic is unrelenting. You have to work hard. You are not going to accidentally be successful. You have to earn it. You have to work damn hard. And you look at, uh, say, some of the movies, for instance, the movies that are made, and you think, oh, wow, it looks amazing, the final product. But what you don't see is maybe the five, six, ten different takes that they do to get to that perfect scene. I remember listening to, I don't know who it was, but it was a, a, a particularly famous actor. It might have been Michael Caine, actually, that I heard talking about this. But he said that he would do this scene, this really intense scene, and get it where he thought was perfect, and the director would say, that was fantastic. Now let's do it again. And he'd do it again. And it would be just as good or a bit better. And I'd say, yeah, that is awesome. Let's do it again. And you get to that point where it's like, how many times do I have to keep doing this to make it perfect? But you don't see all the, 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 the takes, the outtakes, the mistakes, the bloopers, whatever, outside the movie. <clears throat> you only see the end product. And you don't realise the hours and hours that have gone into filming a particular scene. A particular scene might last three or four minutes, but that might have taken three weeks to get right. You just don't know. You don't know how tired the actors are and all that, and you think, oh, well, they just paid millions and millions of dollars, but they're still equally as human as us. They still need sleep, they still need their food, they still need their families, they still have other commitments in their lives apart from what's going on in that moment right now, just as we do. It's just that it looks different. Their work, work environment's a movie set and green screens and surrounded by dozens of people looking at them. Ours might be just sitting at a desk or coaching somebody or doing something like that, a customer-facing, client-facing uh, relationship. But it's their work ethic that you really have to understand. And it doesn't matter which country you're in, you need that. It doesn't matter whether you're gonna have a different approach to doing it. You've got to have a great work ethic. 
You've got to get the work done. You have to take action every single day. One of the other key points that all of these successful people talk about is the team that they have around them. No one person has ever been successful by themselves. You need to have a team around you. You have to have the team around you. Even the amazing individual sports stars, they don't do it by themselves, they have a team around them. And even if you think about it, you know if you're a long-term listener, you'll know that I love Roger Federer and everything about him. Yes, he's the one person on the court, but he is the, f- the first to congratulate, oh sorry, congratulate, acknowledge his team when he wins. Because he can't get on the court in the condition that he is unless he has a team around him. And who does that start with? Well, it really starts with his, his wife because he's got children and he can't do what he does unless... You know, she's taking care of the kids. He's then got his fitness people, his doctors, um, his uh, mindset coach, all of those people around him to put him in the shape that he's in, in the condition that he's in on the court. It just doesn't happen. And everybody is the same. These famous people, these billionaires, they can't do it by themselves. You've got to have that team. And that's something that doesn't change. So my point here today is that there are many different approaches to achieving success in whatever area it is that you're looking at. And I've used a couple of examples here today. But the one thing that is universal around the world in achieving that success, even though you've got a different approach, is those or are those fundamental things that I just mentioned. They are consistent. It doesn't matter what language you speak. It doesn't matter whether you live in a cold climate, a hot climate, whether you live in a war zone or whether you live in the most magical place on the planet. Success leaves clues, people. And all of those things that I've mentioned today are universal for success. So if you want to connect with me, you sure can. Go to the mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com, opt in for a free consultation. I would love to connect with you. Let's make 2021 our collective best years yet. Stay safe. See you tomorrow.